Hello there. Welcome to Game Doubt. My name's Richard. It's good to be back recording, finally after a few weeks off, just kind of getting everything together, slowly putting the new art together for my channel, my YouTube channel, and this podcast. We are launching Gamed Out. It's all about games and the games I'm playing. Um, today's show is probably going to be a little bit different. I want to talk about some bits and pieces, have a bit of a sit down, a chinwag. Let's just get into it, shall we? Let's do it. So I did kind of cover this on like one of the last episodes of Desert Island Games, but I will go over it. Yes, for those who don't know, I do host Desert Island Games. Um, that's going to be in two seasons where I'm going to record 12 or 14 episodes at a time and then put them out, those interviews with guests. So that will continue. I wanted to split my content. I wanted to bring all of my you know, game reviews, first impressions, all of that really good stuff that I like doing to a separate channel and a separate podcast. Weird, I know, but why not, hey? It's worth giving it a go. And this is where Game Doubt came from. It's here, I've done the artwork, as you can see, it's all uploaded. We This is the first episode. And I think in today's episode, I wanted to just cover some exciting stuff. Some stuff that I'm going to be doing, because we are going to be focusing on one piece of hardware in particular and that is the steam deck yes gonna jump straight into the first bit of sort of exciting news for me my 256 gig model is currently sitting in my local depot just in our local city uh, ready for delivery and i'm hoping it's going to be delivered like tomorrow i ordered mine back on August 7th, 2021. I originally ordered the OLED switch and was like, actually, I don't need a switch. I've, I've got this, you know, switch that's like five years old now. Um, I don't need one. I don't need an OLED, but actually I want a Steam Deck. Stuck, slapped the pre-order down and thought, yep, cool. And then kind of forgot about it. And then Valve announced that the Steam Deck was releasing and we then saw them slowly trickling out of the factory. And as the summer kind of sort of has gone on, we've seen Valve increase production of the Steam Deck, which is really good to see. Uh, so that means more Steam Decks in the wild, more people having them, more people using them to, to play games and whatever they're doing. I've kept myself fairly kind of hidden from a lot of Steam Deck content. So the unboxing experience is going to be fairly blind. Um, I have an idea that I'm going to how I'm going to unbox it and it'll go up on the YouTube channel in due course once I get mine of course as of recording I still don't have the Steam Deck so like I say hopefully Monday if not Tuesday um, I I got the notification that I could order mine last Monday so and I've heard from people it's normally taking a week to to get in the hand so I'm hoping delivery will be tomorrow at some point or Monday at some point. I'm recording this on a Sunday, and depending on when I put this out, whether this will just go out today, and then, uh, you know, the shows going forward will be Friday. Um, I don't know. Um, I probably will do a show. This will go out today, and then I'll do a show at the end of the week kind of discussing uh, my my first few days using the Steam Deck. Um, I'm excited. Like, I'm genuinely really excited to get my hands on this piece of kit. And I wanted to go over like what would be my first five installs, I think is a, a good way of starting, a good way of kind of laying the ground of what I'm looking to install. And I've got a question to put out on my Twitter, so that will go out on 
we're going to make a, a page, a Twitter page for the show, but we're also going to have a page for um, my, well, it'll go out on my personal one to begin with. But I am going to install, like my brain is kind of in this weird place of, okay, what do I install first? And looking through my Steam library of games that are playable, I think for me, one of the first games I'm going to install is Divinity Original Sin 2. I want to I want to be able to play that. I've got it on the Switch, um, but I want to be able to play that at a better resolution so it looks a bit better. Um, not that I'm a graphic fiend. It plays really well on the Switch, but I want to have it on my Steam Deck. It's one of my favourite games of all time. I'm currently on a, a 40 to 50 hour playthrough after recovering or losing my original 40 plus hour save, so we're doing a new save, and I just love the game. I think it's one of the best tactical CRPGs that you're going to find um, out there. Uh, Larian Studios made an absolute worldie with this. Um, for those who don't know, you play as a party of four. You can either create your own character with its own backstory, you know, in your head kind of thing, or you can play as one of the uh, pre-made characters and follow their backstory. My current playthrough, I'm playing a Sibyl. Uh, Sibyl? Sibyl? Sibyl, I think it is. She's an elf uh, who was a slave, a prisoner. Uh, someone had, you know, done done her wrong, done her dirty, and you're out for vengeance. In my party, I have Ifran, uh, Beast, and um, Fane. Oh, in my party, Fane is the interesting character. He's an undead uh, character which is kind of a cool, unique race in Divinity Original Sin 2. You can play as the undead, which gives you the ability to use like a face ripper and uh, change into different races and bits and pieces, but you can't show your face in front of other humans because they don't they don't like it. So that's kind of my number one, or my number five, depending on which order I want to put this in. I don't know. It's one of the games out of the first five I'm going to install. The second one is a bit of a weird one, is I'm going to make sure that I've got EA Play uh, because I want to play things like Dragon Age Inqu uh, Inquisition, Mass Effect uh, Leg Legendary Edition would be awesome on Steam Deck. It's a bit of a cop-out, if, if I'm honest. It, it is a bit of a cop-out. But EA Play, I think, actually through Steam is going to be so much value to a Steam Deck user. Um, not that I'm a, a fan of EA, but they have a lot of good games, uh, and the Steam Deck portably is is quality. Um, so there's some of the highlights that I can think off the te te top of my head, and I've been checking to see if you know the, the EA Play works on on Steam Deck, and it, it looks like it's all good. So we've got things, as I say, like um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which I have completed. Actually, I completed this year. Um, that could be played again on the move. Things like Dragon Age, Mass Effect, really, really good games. Genuinely, really, really good. Um, so that's like probably one of my my other highlights. Another one as a cop out is emulation. I'm going to be looking at the emulation scene for Steam Deck just purely on the basis that I am told and I've seen that it looks incredible. Um, this is the only bit of research that I've done for the deck itself. I've tried to stay away from what it's like, what it's like to use. So my experience is as fresh as, as it comes. But what I haven't stayed away from is understanding the emulation scene on Steam Deck. Now, there's a right way and a wrong way to go about getting your games for emulations. And I won't be discussing on this podcast or on my YouTube channel 
the any illegal means of capturing that game content the the way you should do it is dump your own games onto your PC and then and then go from there i but you know that's that's a different subject for a different day but for me i want to look at emulation there are games that i would prefer to play on the move uh from from older platforms there are games and i've kind of kind of sound a bit of a hypocrite here though that sometimes you do need to play in a certain way because you're talking here in England, certain games, if you like, of a certain console maker, they're over £150 to buy. So emulation does, you know, kind of set you up to be like, well, this is the only way I can experience this game. It's the only way I can play it. I'm not, I, I can't afford £150 plus all the console and the controllers and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I understand why emulation exists, but again, I reaffirmed the first message about emulation, which is do it the right way. And then if you have to go down the other way, then I don't want to know. So with my two cop-outs, I think I'll actually do a game this time, and it's going to be Metal Gear Solid uh, Five: The Phantom Pain. It's one of my favorite all-time games. It really is. Uh, it's a game that I'm ashamed to say that I haven't completed all the way through. But I love the Metal Gear series. I love Metal Gear Solid. I wish a lot more was accessible to people. Um, and I think that needs to be sorted. But obviously Konami won't do good in the world to release the older Metal Gears. I know you can get one of the older ones. I think it's the first one and the second one on GOG. And there's a way to get GOG, I believe, to work on Steam Deck. Um, but I want to see, I want to play Metal Gear on the move. I want to be able to experience Metal Gear, and I think for me that's a, that's a cool experience that I I want to be able to play. I don't consider Metal Gear really a AAA title. I suppose it's a game that is good, and it's probably in that double to AAA sort of area. Um, but it's definitely going to be one of my favourite and one of my top five games to install on Steam Deck. Um, I do have to be careful. I'm getting the 256 gig model and I haven't got a big enough. I've got 120 gig, 128 gig SD card currently. Um, and I don't really want to have to go out and buy a bigger SD card just yet. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll work with what I've got. Uh, we'll see where we are in a couple of months. I think I'm going to have to upgrade either the internal storage or I'm going to have to, um, get a one terabyte SD card when they go on offer it on Amazon. So Metal Gear Solid. So you, I've got a nice array of games. As you can tell, I've got uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. I've got the emulation. I've got EA Play and Metal Gear Solid 5. And then the last like top five is going to be Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch, White Witch the first one, um, the remastered. Uh, reason being is I picked up for a fiver. Great game for a fiver. It's uh, JRPG, which is one of my favorite um, forms of gaming. Um, I have it on Switch, and I'm about 10 hours in, but I've kind of forgotten about like the story. I know the, gist, the general gist of the story, but I've kind of forgotten where I am. Um, but I've kind of stopped playing it on Switch because I want to enjoy it on the Steam Deck. Um, and yeah, Nino Kuni is one of those games that I've had sitting there for so long and should have played it by now, should have completed it. I adore the the, um, the art style. 
I really do. It's such a beautiful game and I want that slightly higher resolution screen to just make some of those colors pop. It looks and runs perfectly well on the Switch, but there's going to be something quite magical playing on this hulking beast uh, of a games console in my palm of my hand. And I think this is where I'm going to lead into my segue, which is about the Switch itself. Uh, the reason I want Game Doubt to be dedicated to uh, the Steam Deck is because that's what I want to do. I want it to all partly dedicate to the, the Steam Deck, partly to the games I'm playing in my backlog. Um, I've just been so uninspired by the Switch over the last few months. I found it really difficult to want to boot the console up and play the game, uh, play the games that I've got on it. I I think that when you look at the typical raw horsepower of other games consoles out there, the Switch really is unfortunately lacking. Um, and it does lead me to ask a question. Do you or have you bought games that you've got on your Switch, again, that are available on Steam? So yes, you can't buy Nintendo-based games. They're not available on Steam. Or some, I think some are, I don't know. Um, there are certain games that are not available, if you like, on Switch, or sorry, on Steam, which are the Nintendo first-party exclusives, and I accept that. But do you, or sorry, I'm considering buying Octopath Traveler, Again, I've played, put 76 hours into a current save on my Nintendo Switch. Cross-progression is not a thing, unfortunately. Do I get it again down the future again and uh, and um, play it at a later date? Or do I just pick up my Switch whenever I want to play Octopath? The other thing as well with Octopath on Steam is there's going to be achievements. And I want to go a little bit more achievement hunting if that makes sense over just trying to complete a game uh this podcast is going to have all that kind of mixture in so that's my question i'm going to put that on twitter my socials is do you or have you or will you buy a game that you already own on one platform to play it on a different platform even though it's pretty much going to be the same experience now i have done this with a few games um most notably is Final Fantasy X is one of those games that I've bought on different platforms I adore Final Fantasy X again looking forward to playing that on deck um, and it's probably going to be one of my portable run throughs is a, is a Final Fantasy X run through but do you do it and that's the question I'm going to ask for Game Down. I'm going to look at your answers next week I'm going to have a look at it and kind of openly discuss it I think it's worth it worth having a look because it's really going to be quite interesting to see the spending habits of gamers um but yeah so that's there that's my like top five games i'm going to install um and my question of the week this section of the podcast is going to be held for what I've been playing this week and hopefully some first impressions, reviews and everything else coming up. I haven't played a lot because I've kind of been anticipating and waiting for my Steam Deck. I've been kind of playing the odd game, but PC-wise I've kind of backed off because I want to be able to review it on my new portable console. On my Switch, I've been playing more Octopath and getting my grips around or head around that. And I think the way I'm going to be doing it is any game that I can play on PC from now on that I can play on deck if you like will go on to my Steam Deck um, my Switch will be solely for those Nintendo exclusive games and one I did put some time into recently 
nearly 30 hours is Xenoblade Chronicles 3. This game caught me a little bit off guard. I've, I've put it on the back bench for now, purely because it kind of jumped the queue of my back backlog, but for a good reason. I have enjoyed my time with it so far. It's an interesting... Xenoblade Chronicles is really an interesting series for me. I love, as I alluded to earlier, JRPGs. I really am. Um, but Xenoblade Chronicles 2 didn't sit right. I couldn't get myself into that game. I couldn't I couldn't get my head around the combat. I felt thick because I felt like I wasn't doing things right. I'm a either an action-based combat fanatic or I'm a turn-based fanatic or even a tactical turn-based fanatic for that style of JRPG. But unfortunately, this just didn't, you know, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 just didn't hit home. Something was amiss. It was awry. The, I didn't like the inbuilt gacha system of these blades and the way you did that. I felt like that was a little bit kind of, I don't know, on the cusp or on the cuff of sort of a bad joke, if that makes sense. You're in the second game, you have these blades, which are these warriors that fight for you, or they give you different powers, uh, different arts they're called. And to get the best ones, you have to go through an inbuilt gem opening these crystals. And they can only be locked to a certain character. Um, but because there's a, it's a essentially a gacha system, there's an RNG involved in getting the legendary um, or the best blades, if you like. Now, you can complete, or I've seen people complete the game without using the best blades in the game, but that's not the point. It's a game that doesn't need a gacha system for the hell of it. I don't quite get that, if that makes sense. But nevertheless, it's there. I just didn't like it. Simple as that. But what I did like was I like Xenoblade Chronicles 3. That game, not only is it beautifully... It's beautiful within the realms of what the Nintendo Switch can produce. Is the best way to describe the look of that game. It's a good-looking game for the five-year-old hardware or the five-and-a-half-year-old hardware that is now sitting in the Switch. And if you remember the comments of people who got their Switches back in the August of... or the, the the March 2017 is that was already pretty much out of date before the Switch dropped. Uh, good old Nintendo doing it Nintendo's way, hey? But nevertheless, uh, Monolith Studios have worked with the hardware they've got and they've done a good job. There is popping, there is graphical downgrades playing in handheld mode. The fan kicks up louder than a lawnmower on my Switch. But again, my Switch is five years old and hasn't been probably cleaned out internally ever because I've never pulled it apart. Never needed to. Um, but the combat is better. It's it's still the same. You auto-attack, or you wait for the auto-attack animations to be cancelled with your arts. But this time, there's a class system, which you can mix and match. And then the class system has a build on top of that, which is another layer on top of that, if you like, where you can then mix skills or arts from different classes, Um your main character is from a certain faction. I'm going to try and do this without spoiling too much. But your main character, uh, Noah, is from a certain faction. And other part of your party, the th three of your party members are all from the, the same faction as you. And then the other three that join you are from a different faction. And you're, you're at war with these factions. And something happens in the story quite early on that gets you to start questioning why you're at war and what is the purpose of the war and you go on this grand adventure 
and the combat itself is much more palatable for like the likes of me. It made me want to play Final Fantasy XIV. It's got a very MMO-esque style of combat, but better done. As I said, you can get these classes and you can have your character jump onto a different class after unlocking it. And I think the easiest way to unlock these classes is to have as many people on those classes or something in the, on those lines. There's a lot of hidden systems in Xenoblades that I don't really understand. But... There is no gacha blade system. There is none of that kind of hidden, you know, bull, if you like, uh, which is is good. So uh, 30 hours in, and you're probably thinking, well, he sounds like he's enjoying it, but you said he stopped. I did stop. Purely on the basis, as I said, it jumped the backlog list, and I wanted to get through things like Divinity Original Sin 2. I want to get through Batman Arkham City. It's a game that I've neglected. I've had it owned interestingly for for a long time um and i can actually tell you how long i've owned batman uh arkham c according to my purchase history on steam i've owned that game since the 28th of june 2017 so i've owned it for over five years and it stays unplayed and one of the things i want to do with my steam deck is play those games that are unplayed I want to be able to sit on the sofa and play games and offer my Steam library and get through my backlog. So Batman, Ar- Batman Arkham City is a game that goes under the category Wish I'd Known, which is going to be a series I do which talks about games that I wish I'd known about here on Game Down. So please do wait for that one. Vanquish is another one. It's an absolute brilliant game. Sat on my, my Steam library since 2017, the 6th of September. Purchase history for Steam is quite a scary thing to look at. So, but that's the reason why Xenoblade Chronicles 3 has kind of been eased off the gas is because I want to play other things and want to complete other things. My Switch itself will be there for the Nintendo-based products. I did toy with the idea of selling it, um, but there's going to be games that I want to still be able to play for my Switch that I want to talk about. I've got a Fire Emblem Three here, uh, Three Houses to play. Um, I've got other games like that that are purely Nintendo only, but I can't play on any other system that will get its time to shine on the Nintendo Switch. We'll see once the, the shiny Steam Deck sheen has worn off, or maybe not. I mean, I've got an Xbox Series S sitting here with games like Guardians of the Galaxy that are going to be discussed in the next couple of weeks. So... Yeah, that's kind of where I have been. Um, you're going to get more of what I've been playing on the show. This is more of a just a bit of a, a bit of a sit down, shorter show. This is how Game Down's going to work and all that good stuff. So thank you for listening. I really appreciate your time. Uh, please do subscribe to the show on wherever you get your podcast from. If it be iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, wherever you get it from, it's available to download. Uh, hopefully in the next week or so it will be available everywhere as of recording this next episode will go out on friday the uh 26th which will be me discussing my thoughts and feelings regarding the first week with the steam deck look out for the video of me unboxing my steam deck look off look all for that comment coming out uh you can get in touch with me on my personal twitter which is at that chap zap or you can head over to the twitter of the show which i haven't actually done out done yet so Listen out on the 26th episode to hear when uh, what the social media stuff is for the show. But anyway, thank you for listening, guys and girls. I'll see you all on the next one. Till then, bye-bye.